0: This is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. The phones are open for you. Should you wish to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And in the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Bonnie. And nobody. Uh, nobody's back. As we announced on Friday, he made his triumphant return. I uh, put up a blog post about it this weekend. You can check that out over at freetalklive.com. If you missed that episode, I did link to that uh, that video in uh, that post, so go check that out. But. He's here now, so don't watch it now because we're here and you <laughs> can call in and you can, of course, bring up whatever you want. You know, uh, we covered on Friday night the trucker uh, protests, the convoy, the Freedom Convoy 2022 going into uh, Ottawa. We've been covering it for the last couple of weeks and. It looks like some interesting developments have uh, transpired over the weekend, and I wasn't here on either Saturday or Sunday night, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it So, and neither did you guys. I
1: have a really interesting update about the GoFundMe.
0: Ooh, the one that they took down and the $10 million GoFundMe that they then said they would... Give you a refund if you requested it. Otherwise, they're going to give it to a charity. They're changing
1: that now, and there's a very funny and good reason why. All right, tell me. So, it started going viral. This guy's, I guess, Facebook post or something where he said, I gave to the trucker fund, and guys, instead of requesting your refund through them, because you had until like the 19th of February to request your refund Go put a discrepancy or whatever it's called on your credit card. Yeah, charge yeah. back on your card because and for the reason you give, say, because they're not using the funds for what you wanted it for, it mm. worked for that guy and he said that it would uh, hurt GoFundMe because it like charges them and...
2: There's a yeah. fee each time, and there's a possibility if you get $10 million mm-hmm. worth of chargebacks, there's a possibility that whoever is providing your, your interface to the credit card companies They'll is going to cut okay,
3: you off. That's yep. yeah. so so a good um, point.
1: Shortly after that, they <laughs> GoFundMe put out a statement saying never mind we're automatically giving back your uh, uh,
3: <laughs> so. so
2: brilliant on that guy i actually yeah. saw that post oh. and i was like i didn't even think of that mm. and that awesome. is that is, that was a great idea
0: yeah i mean it is you do have to jump through some hoops in order to uh to do a charge back but it's not that mm. rigorous or anything like that it's more difficult you have to, like, call
1: on- your bank and Right. You
0: have to call the credit card company or oh. whoever it is yeah. that you used and then say you're disputing the charge. Yeah. Um, and then they might send you like a piece of paper to sign. And it'll also be paperwork on GoFundMe's part. So in addition to actually having to pay the $15 fee or whatever it is, they'll probably have to print out some stuff and sign some stuff. And so be, it creates mm. a paperwork burden uh, on them. So, yeah, that's interesting that they reversed course.
2: I created a uh, GoFundMe over the weekend. Oh, really? Yep, yep. It had a uh a uh, the image was a uh one of the old Blockbuster signs uh-huh. only it said GoFundMe and it and the GoFundMe was Help Rich Paul uh develop honest competition for GoFundMe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, nice. there is a competitor and they are called Give, Send, Go. Dot com. Mm-hmm. They uh, they label themselves as like a Christian fundraising platform. The number one free Christian crowdfunding site, apparently.
1: they raised mm-hmm. a lot of money already.
0: And they, well, first of all, in the first couple days, their website was down, down, down because they were getting pounded, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there's they're getting more traffic probably than they've ever also, gotten. Also, they've
2: been under deny, uh, distributed denial of service oh, attack. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, it um, doesn't surprise me either. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the FBI's got a the cyber resources. Attack. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah
0: so uh but they're they're up now and they're raising money they've actually hit over five million dollars raised for the uh the truckers, so that's absolutely fantastic so kudos uh, to them now you know again, whether or not their bank is going to cut them off, which would that would be how you know even if give give go isn't going to cut off freedom convoy, it could still be that the system puts pressure on whoever their banking partner is to mm-hmm. cut off Give, dot com because they're You know, they're not doing their own processing. There's some bank behind the scenes that's doing that. Somebody should
1: come up with an alternative to the banking system.
2: Maybe Bitcoin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. In fact, I did have a story about that relating to the truckers here. And from Cointelegraph.com, it looks like there is some sort of a Bitcoin fundraising platform. According to Kira Wright at Cointelegraph.com. The truckers protesting the vaccine mandates in Canada have turned to Bitcoin based crowdfunding crowdfunding platform Tallycoin, mm. following a barrage of mounting political pressure from all sides that culminated in GoFundMe axing the Freedom Convoy campaign. And so, according to let's see, shortly after they axed the campaign, a group of organizers moved their efforts to TallyCoin, which is built on the Bitcoin BTC blockchain. Quote: Legacy financial infrastructure can sometimes be politicized and clamped down upon, whereas Bitcoin is a truly censorship-resistant method of communicating value, says their new fundraising page. And at the time of this writing, the uh, Bitcoin fundraiser was up to over three hundred something thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. I believe it's getting closer to a million. Uh, I think mm-hmm. as of now, I have not checked it personally, but I saw an image earlier today. I so. saw
1: that one of our friends uh, shared a crypto um, fundraising thing for the the truckers, and I just went and looked, and it is TallyCoin.
0: Okay, nice. and did, did you get the uh, the total? I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Looks I'm like.
1: To hold on, it's on Freedom Decrypted's. Yeah, I've got pull it pulled up here.
0: They've had over 400 or sorry, sorry, 400,000. This is 000. almost a
1: million. It's 913,000, 100,000. Yeah. 913.
0: So, they're trying to raise 000. I think 10 Bitcoin is I believe what their their goal is and they are almost to that goal. They're at 91% of the way to to the goal. If I'm looking at this correct. If I'm counting the the number of zeros correctly. I mm-hmm. could, I may not. They're they're raising it in what they call satoshis. So for listeners that don't know, oh,
1: I'm looking at that in satoshis.
0: Yeah, the satoshi is uh, the smallest unit of the Bitcoin. So oh. one, I don't know what percentage it is, but it's a very very small. So it's it's like eight zeros. It's
2: one one hundred thousand. Thank yeah, you. I
1: yeah. was wrong. It they didn't they didn't raise nine hundred thousand dollars.
0: No it was nine hundred satoshis um, nine no, hundred
1: thirteen thousand or million satoshis, but they've raised four hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars in twenty 20- 438,000. Yeah. dollars It's easier so to look at, at in, in Bitcoin long numbers.
0: and they let you change the the amount and so you can switch it to BTC because I I can think better in Bitcoin rather yeah. mm-hmm. than satoshis. And so in Bitcoin they're at 9.13 Bitcoin. So wow. almost to their goal of 10 whole Bitcoin to be raised and I think this thing's been up for 24 or 48 hours or something like that. It hasn't been uh, very long. So you got 5 million over on 5 million in counting over on GiveSendGo.com and then another millions worth of uh you know or so worth of bitcoin here or half a million or whatever that is there's a lot it's a lot of bitcoin and so mm-hmm. I'm glad to see this uh, this is happening for them so kudos and yeah. I hope I hope go, uh give go go fund me or whoever the hell they are I hope they're uh, crying in their coffee this morning
3: <laughs> over all this
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. screw them yeah but you you bring up a good point though, buddy, is like what are the good alternatives? Are there any good alternatives to uh to GoFundMe? And obviously Give Send Go is one of them, but of course they brand themselves as a Christian uh crowdfunding yeah, site. Yeah, what if
1: ARIA wanted to raise a fundraiser thing? Right, for
0: the church of Reformed Church of Satan. Yeah, I think mm-hmm.
1: nobody brought that up last time.
0: Yeah. Has anyone heard of anything else uh that's out there besides the there was the one for Bitcoin Cash Flip Flipstarter Flip Yep. So there's a Bitcoin
2: Cash fundraiser. Um, yeah. I wasn't even aware of aware of those, but I'm yeah. but I'm glad to be. The nice thing about the blockchain is you know the money got where it's going, right? And there's no
0: intermediary. There's no yeah. middleman.
2: Yeah, and and you can see it there. And if somebody wants to track his disbursements on the uh, on the blockchain, then you you know you can know what what it was spent on.
0: Yeah, and it presumes that the recipient is legitimate. Now, I mean, we're presuming that it's actually the people behind the freedom convoy that set this thing up uh because mm-hmm. that is ultimately the, the question is who is the person who's handling the 10 bitcoin uh that that put this online uh we'll, we'll put a link to this by the way on our social media so you can contribute to either the bitcoin version or the give Send, go version if you want to help these truckers out because there's uh there the crackdown started we'll talk about that coming up Is free talk live and you can join us here you may dial in at 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in it doesn't have to be about the convoy or the truckers uh, professional drivers that have gathered now for roughly two and a half weeks or uh, sorry one and a half weeks over in uh, ottawa downtown right across from the parliament building there. They've been occupying the streets now for uh, quite a while, and many of them say they're going to be sticking it out for multiple weeks if necessary until the government gangs in Canada rescind their various different COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very exciting uh, watching this happen, plus it's also encouraging other truck drivers around the rest of the planet in a lot of places to emulate this. There is already talk about a February 12th convoy from the West Coast in the United States, starting in California, heading over to New York City, apparently. I had heard initially... New York City? Yeah, initially I'd heard uh, <laughs> that they were going to be going to D.C., but now I'm seeing New York City as the the potential destination. Well,
1: does D.C. have... I'm sorry, a vaccine... Mandates for when you go into stores and stuff like that? That's a good question. I haven't heard. I thought about this this morning and I thought, hmm, them going to D.C. will probably just get the um, military immediately called on them and they'll like get violent against the protesters. Mm -hmm. But if they go to a city where they have the vaccine mandates for going into stores and stuff, they're kind of making a bigger point and more people could come out and be like, hey, I'm actually against this. And the store owners could see how many people are against it. Yeah, it'll be
0: interesting because traffic really sucks already in both uh, D.C. and New York City, so it'll be a real challenge to... You know, even get in there in the first place with large numbers mm. of trucks, but mm. we'll see what they uh, we'll see how they uh, react to this. Again, that's only something they're talking about right now. It may start sometime next week, uh, they say, as as of the twelfth, perhaps, and it will be like a six day ride across the United States. So we'll certainly keep you in the loop as that develops. But what a focus on what's going on in Ottawa right now, because there was we mentioned, I think it was Friday when we were doing the show, uh, we mentioned that there was a lawsuit a 10, nearly $10 million lawsuit that had been filed. And the idea is to somehow have a man in a robe put a stop to all of the protesters, the hundreds of uh, protesters, maybe even thousands of uh, people that are there in Ottawa. And now the judge mm-hmm. came out with a decision earlier today. This story from OttawaCitizen.com. A judge has ordered an end to horn honking and the use of air horns and train horns by demonstrators... That have occupied downtown Ottawa since January 28th, Ontario's Superior Court Justice Hugh McLean slapped an injunction on protesters at a hearing Monday afternoon. The case was brought to court by a 21-year-old downtown resident, Zexi Lee, who said the noise in her apartment had been measured at more than 80 decibels, which lawyer Paul Champ said was the equivalent, quote, of having a lawnmower running in her living room 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, God. The injunction was part of a $9.8 million class action suit with Lee as the plaintiff, but open to as many as 6,000 downtown residents who live in or close to the protest red zone. It names as defendants four of the convoy's organizers and also names 60 John Doe's, drivers of semi trucks in the protest who may be later identified as having taken part in the noise making. In issuing the temporary injunction, McLean accepted Champ's argument that the ongoing noise was causing. Lasting and irreparable harm to residents' hearing, Alberta lawyer Keith Wilson. I don't
1: think. I'm sorry, but I don't think having a lawnmower in your house would cause damage to your hearing. Uh,
0: well, I mean, 80 decibels is pretty loud. All things. I mean, it's not jet plane loud, but it is loud. And there are people who will put earplugs in when they when they mow their lawn.
1: I mean, I wouldn't like to hear that, but I just can't see it damaging my hearing i feel like i don't know
0: well that the solution of course is to put earplugs in if there is something going on like if you live in a city you know that there's going to be noise outside of your house at pretty much all times of the day or the night there can be ambulances uh, driving by there's constantly those
1: are freaking loud
0: there's construction work i mean i've been in new york city when they've been doing construction work at nighttime outside of my hotel room so mm-hmm. i mean you live in a city you just kind of accept the idea that It's going to be a noisy environment, and if you don't like it, don't live in the city and or come up with some sort of way to remediate that. And, you know, little foam earplugs cost, I think, 50 cents.
1: Well, one thing that's weird about it is I thought it was already illegal to honk your horn if it wasn't for the purposes of avoiding an accident.
0: Hmm, that's probably true in a lot of places. I don't know if
1: it's everywhere, but... Yeah. I, I think it is true in Texas.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if that were the case in many jurisdictions, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's true in uh, in Ottawa. So it's a good mm-hmm. question.
2: And the other thing is, if um, I don't know if they have any uh, free speech protection up there. Mm-hmm. But they don't. In the United States, if you were doing it for the purpose of of protest, that might well over uh, it might well be considered speech. Hmm. to a point although i think i think anywhere in america if you had people blowing their horns 24 hours a day sooner or later you would get an injunction
0: well before you go on somebody on our chat over at chat.freetalklive.com who lives in canada he says the truckers have not been honking
2: overnight oh really um that's actually something that i heard uh referenced on the videos as well mm-hmm. i got the impression that it was not a uh that that was something that they'd started recently though mm-hmm. like at oh. first they were going 24 All hours out. a day and then they said okay let's let's only do it 12 hours a day well that makes sense um,
1: the, i mean the one thing that they can't the people who live in ottawa can't just put earplugs in to fix it is their pets i saw somebody true Saying yep. that about their pets, and I was like, oh, that does change things because, I don't know, I'd have to get coconut out of, out of my house if there were horns honking at 80 decibels 24-7 because, seriously, he couldn't sleep. You can't put headphones in your dog's ears. That's a good
0: point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a, a perfect protest. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, Nothing's it, perfect. It's hard to feel sorry for the city dwellers in this particular case, though, because... Most of these people are complicit in what the government does. They yeah. love their big government.
1: Probably voted for it and liked it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel sorry for the freedom lovers that live in cities, but I have to wonder why they still do that. Why do you subject yourself? We, we ask libertarians this all the time, the ones that live in New York City and, and Los Angeles. Is, mm.
2: Why would you stay in a place like that? You're he, being... Yeah, I saw uh, Gillespie uh, today. From um, um, Reason? Yeah. And reason doing a doing a video and he said something about being in New York. And I'm like, what are you doing in New York?
0: <sighs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, look, I get the, I get that there's a lot of restaurants and, you know, there's things to do or whatever. But now they require vaccine passports for, for all things I'm pretty these sure there's better do.
1: food in Texas. Like people always bring up restaurants in New York City. Well, I mean,
0: I've, having been to New York City, I will say there's a lot of good food in in New York City. I mean, the competition is is brutal. There's a ton of restaurants. And there's all a, an insane
1: to, amount of restaurants in San Antonio compared to here in New Hampshire. I'm always just yeah. like, there's not that many different restaurants here. But you know it's what? just not a good excuse. We're in a town to in- of
2: 35,000 people. Yeah. Well, I'd, even rather in have Manchester. I'd rather have more freedom
0: than you know a bunch of restaurants from mm-hmm. which to choose. Like and I said about the cold, without freedom, warmth is cold, cold comfort. comfort. That's true. Number uh, here 603 is 603-283-6160. Uh, so in addition to now outlawing honking by a judge's order, an injunction, they're now also trying to crack down on people bringing gas and other supplies to the drivers. We'll tell you. Come- do
2: you feel like your country no longer holds your value?
0: It is Free Talk Live. Uh, Phones are open here if you want to join the show. The number is 603-283-6160. We're getting into the latest on the Freedom Convoy 2022, the one happening in Ottawa, Canada. Of course, there are other convoys elsewhere around the world. I see the photos on occasion on social media, but I don't know any of the details about it. So if you're following, you know, whatever's going on in, I don't know, Poland or Australia or whatever else there is out there, Feel free to give us a call.
2: I know there's one going on in London. Oh, really? And I was surprised by that because my understanding is that they had already gotten rid of the covid restrictions so i yeah, i was true. wondering why there was one in london i'd i'd love to hear some details about that
0: yeah good question if you know the number 6032836160 and by the way free talk live is brought to you by bitcoin.com you're ready to learn about cryptocurrency you want to donate something to the you know courageous truckers out there in Ottawa, we put the links up to the crypto fundraiser, the Bitcoin uh, fundraiser on our social media. You can go to social.freetalklive.com and link over to the Tallycoin fundraiser. But first, you got to have some Bitcoin. And in order to learn about it, get over to bitcoin.com and click get started at the top of the page you'll learn the basics and it is important to understand there's some new concepts there's some new financial ideas like decentralization blockchain uh the uh, the videos over there at bitcoin.com will go through some of that for you over uh, just click get started at the top of the page over at bitcoin.com and if you want to get the latest news headlines they've got those every single day over at news.bitcoin.com it's a great site you can learn about bitcoin bitcoin cash and cryptocurrency in general there so, uh, we were talking about the crackdown that is coming, and apparently it's already happening on uh, to some extent in Ottawa, with reports coming out from the protesters that police are now arresting people for carrying around gas canisters. Hmm. So, th- mm-hmm. if they believe that you're trying to bring gas to the truck drivers, they will arrest you. Now, apparently the counter-protest to this has been to have protesters walk around with gas cans full of water. Mm. just to you remember that it reminds me of the old uh, 420s that we did nobody back in the day when we had the jokers and the tokers one time when there mm. there was a bunch of people who they didn't want to get high they they weren't marijuana smokers but they wanted to stand in solidarity with us so mm. they rolled up hand-rolled cigarettes or like uh clove or you know something mm. else that wasn't that looked
1: like joints yeah it just
0: looked like a joint and so they mixed in with the marijuana users and everybody lit up together just to make it even more confusing for the enforcers
2: the second arrest was a guy named evan and he was actually arrested for smoking mint that he had grown That's in his right. own garden oh, okay. and of course they had to throw him back um,
0: <laughs> forgotten about that but <laughs> that
2: day as a result of that arrest. We all marched down to the police station and that was the day that we smoked a joint in the lobby of the police station yeah so <laughs> epic good times
0: <laughs> So uh, back to the uh, the Ottawa citizen here they you know even though they definitely are a pro-state mouthpiece, they are doing a lot of reporting on what's going on this headline protesters say they will stay put despite increased police enforcement. Protest leaders and truck drivers parked downtown said Monday they're defiant and motivated in the face of increased police enforcement. Ottawa's police chief, Peter, slowly vowed, quote, to turn
2: up the heat
0: in every possible way. What? So
1: even violence?
0: Well, of
2: course. I mean, the the police. That's what they do. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm surprised they haven't been that
2: violent so far. It's like asking if water is going to be wet.
0: On the protesters at a media scrum on Monday, but he also issued a plea for more resources. Officers raided one of the protesters' fuel stockpiles and seized thousands of liters of fuel and propane on Sunday night, the police chief said. And in the downtown core, officers have now issued more than 100 tickets. In a media release Sunday, the service said seven people had been arrested, six of them for quote-unquote mischief and two for driving while prohibited. Officers had cleared an encampment at a protest encampment at uh, Confederation Park. Quote, there are over 60 criminal investigations so far related to the demonstration. They are primarily for mischief, thefts, hate crimes and property damage, he said. Despite the push from police to crack down on protesters Monday morning, they remained motivated to stay put. Christian, a driver of a truck that has been parked just east of the National War Memorial for 10 days now, said protest supporters had taken to moving empty fuel containers to distract the police. He has enough fuel for three weeks, he says, <laughs> and has no intention of leaving.
2: Well, it makes sense because it takes a lot more fuel to move one of those things at 80 miles an hour than, to idle than it. it does just to keep it warm.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. And the fuel tanks on these things are huge. Oh, yeah. So that's that's very interesting. It'll last for three weeks. He says, quote, We're going to win. People see what they're doing to Canadian citizens, unquote.
1: I think mm-hmm. that if the average citizen of Ottawa didn't want the truckers there anymore, don't you think the gas stations would stop selling them gas?
2: Quite possibly. and yeah. I know that... Uh, at least one tr- uh towing company uh has told the government that they will not tow those trucks that's awesome nice. um that's what so it takes that's a good sign of support yeah you need you need enough solidarity that uh you know your stu- your s- fellow citizens won't act, act against you
0: right truckers are truckers and you know you need uh you need a trucker to tow a trucker right like you got to get one of those big ass wreckers out there there's a certain mm-hmm. kind of yeah, your He's average tow. Truck, yeah, your tow um. truck.
3: Your <laughs> average tow
0: truck cannot handle moving a uh, a big rig, right? Like you, you've got to no, get a no. big unit out there to hook up to that thing. And you know, mm-hmm.
1: Justin Trudeau doesn't know how to do that.
0: Certainly not. Mm. And I suspect most of the cops can't do it either. That's why they call in the professionals. And and like here in Keene, New Hampshire, which is a little town of, uh, you know, 20,000 or so people, there are a handful of tow truck companies around. And the way it works here is they get a, what the, you know, it's like a round robin thing where uh, whenever the police need a tow, they have a list of all the tow companies and they call the next one on the list and then after that they move to the next one, and then they move to the next one. So it's quote unquote fair. They're not you know playing favorites mm-hmm. uh, that way. And so if that were to be the case in uh, in on in Ottawa, if they call all the tow companies and not a single one of them is willing to come out there and move their brothers, uh, then mm-hmm. they're stuck. The cops cannot do anything except except write tickets
1: to people holding gas yeah. cans. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean. The military probably has uh, the equipment to move those because they have their own, Mm. um, you know, their own big rigs. But as of yet, the military has refused to get involved up there. So uh, kudos to the Canadian military. I like to think that the American military would refuse if it if it happened here. But. I don't have faith in that. Yeah, me neither. Well,
0: we might get the chance to find out uh, what happens in the United States if they move forward with what is being called uh, Freedom Convoy. I think it's USA 2022. If you're looking for that tag on Twitter, you'll find some posts related to planning the upcoming, the supposedly upcoming one for the
3: United States. I've never heard of a nice. case of
1: the American military, any, any branch refusing to do something like all no. in organized fashion like that?
0: I always think back to Hurricane Katrina, the most clear example of how they'd be willing to do you know, anything illegal and unconstitutional was they went yep. around and confiscated guns uh, from people mm. after Hurricane Katrina. The U.S. Uh, I think it was not specifically the military. I think it was the National it was Guard. was the National Guard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But dudes in camo working for the federal government uh, yeah. in that particular case. So they were at a satellite camp. The news media went down to a satellite camp parking lot on Coventry Road where several dozen trucks and RVs are parked. A protester with a radio refused to answer questions. Police raided that camp Sunday evening, confiscating fuel that was stashed there. They arrested several protesters who refused to show identification, protest organizers said on social media. I mean, this this sounds like a war. Targeting targeting the enemy, you know, troops and taking their supplies, basically. Except in this war, you can't fight back. You know, it's a one-sided thing. We yeah. have more coming up here. You can share your thoughts, uh, the latest on what's happening in Ottawa with the Freedom Convoy that continues on into well into uh, its second week at this point. You can join us. The number is 603-283-6160, and you can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything. We've got we do have other things in the news to talk about. I know, Bonnie, you wanted to talk crypto tonight. Yeah. So we'll get into that. This is Free Talk Live. Yep, it's Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. Yeah. Yes, you can bring up anything you want. The crackdown appears to have begun on the Freedom Convoy. Now, it doesn't sound like they're arresting the drivers just yet, but they are arresting their supporters. Hmm. They are going around and confiscating gas from uh, various different camps, I guess, so you've got it sounds like you've got the main uh, area of the protest going on right across from Parliament in Ottawa. But then there's outer sort of parking lots or whatever where people mm. are also parked. And they're just, I don't know, staying there for what maybe there's just not enough room in mm. downtown
2: or they're there as backup. I think they're using them as staging areas, staging areas. also for uh, logistics. Yeah. It's
1: weird that. They're not going after the truckers, but are going after the supporters. When you say it like that, it's kind of weird.
0: Well, I mean, the police are going to pick off the easy marks, mm-hmm. right? So the cops are cowards. That's one mm-hmm. thing you always have to remember. Mm-hmm. And so the cops are not going to go into the thick of it. In fact, somewhere, I don't know if it was the police chief or some, some mainstream report, acknowledged. That the truckers outnumber the police. And as you pointed out, nobody, the, mm. uh, the military has yet to activate in any way. And you're, we saw some reports saying they were refusing uh, to, to go mm. in there. So the, the cops are outnumbered. And no cop is going to go into a situation where they don't have the numbers to take down the people that they're targeting. So they're going to mm. wait. They're going to, you know, pick off the stragglers, Right.
2: Yeah. The the odds they like are 10 armed men against one one unarmed woman. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's why they've gone to the outskirts, basically, and they've targeted these parking lots where the people are just hanging out or camping out or whatever. Then it's a smaller group of people. They can send a large throng of police in there and overpower these folks, steal all of their gasoline, which is apparently what they've been doing, according to even the mainstream media uh, reports on this. They're stealing gas from these out outskirts uh, camps, and they are arresting some people. Apparently, they, according to OttawaCitizen.com, are arresting protesters who refuse to show identification, say organizers on social media. Now, that's interesting, because remember... In Canada, it's not necessarily – even though it's a Western country, they're not necessarily the same laws there. So we know they don't have freedom of speech in Canada, and they may also not have the freedom to refuse to identify. And Now, in some states you do, in some states you don't. So you kind of have to you know, do your own research and learn what, whether or not you have any obligation legally to show an ID to a cop on the streets.
2: And actually – uh, according to a podcaster I listen to, uh, to there named uh, Viva Frey, mm-hmm. um, who's really good, check him out on YouTube. Um, he uh, he's an attorney, and he said that in um, in Canada they have an exception that allows them to basically suspend your uh, suspend constitutional rights for up to five years mm-hmm. in an emergency. Well, they basically
0: have that here in the United States. It's called the state of emergency.
1: But five I mean, years?
0: We saw, I mean, no. A, there's no... It, Is it
1: infinite? No, it's it, infinite? it just
0: depends. Like in uh, New Hampshire, the state of emergency, they have to keep extending it. So hmm. the governor could keep calling it every 21 days to keep extending it. Now, I believe the state reps are trying to change those circumstances and they may have passed some... Uh, some modifications i think one of the ones they were working on passing was that the governor can call a state of emergency but then within a certain couple of weeks or whatever it has to be reviewed by the full state house don't Mm -hmm. quote me on that i don't know the exact
1: that would be a good one if that is it even just for the fact that the state I mean, that they would eventually get annoyed with him for having to continue meeting because they don't like actually having to go and meet. So if they had to meet every 21 days to discuss the state of emergency, I bet eventually they'd be like, yeah, stop doing this soon. Or, or, or.
0: Yeah. I mean, I you know. obviously it would be best if they could just eliminate the state of emergency entirely because it is a mm-hmm. ridiculous excuse to say, oh, well, now all of a sudden, you know, your constitutional rights don't apply. The things we're supposed there's to. There's a cold. Yeah, there's a cold. Right. So no freedoms. Yeah. Um. Uh, but let me get back to the story here from OttawaCitizen.com. The man with a radio at a parking lot on Coventry Road where a few dozen trucks and RVs are parked said, quote, everything's great here. We're totally self-sufficient. We've got our own media. No comment. Everything's great. Hmm. The driver of a heavy truck parked on a nearby street said protesters would remain defiant despite increased police efforts to confiscate fuel and make them uncomfortable. He said, quote, we've been uncomfortable for two years, We're not going anywhere. Yep. As he spoke, trucks parked at the corner of the street began honking. Locals had thanked the truckers for being there, said the driver, but asked about the impact of the noise on local residents for more than a week, he acknowledged that it caused a disturbance. He admitted, quote, I would be angry, unquote. Groups of protesters strode past police cars carrying fuel containers onto Wellington Street where approximately 200 vehicles remain parked. It was unclear if the containers were filled with diesel. Some protesters have taken to carrying empty jerry cans with the intention of confusing police and wasting enforcement resources. <laughs>
1: I can't believe how mm. B.A. the Canadians are suddenly being...
0: B.A. badass?
1: Oh, I forgot I can say that on okay. there
0: yeah, you can say that. <laughs> uh, well, you know when ah. pe- well, thankfully, when people are pushed to no, ba is what the Americans say. Yeah. Uh, when people are pushed to the brink, they will find the courage that is necessary. Uh, unless they're in Australia, where apparently they'll just go ahead and get locked up in uh, in prison camps yeah. with uh, with no issue whatsoever. But
2: well, there are there have been protests in protests. Uh, in uh, Australia and brutally violent police responses uh, really? to those yeah. protests. Yikes. Um. Yeah, they're beating the hell out of old people. Uh, yeah, seen we've seen those some, videos of. Like, I've seen some horrific videos out of there.
1: And like the pushback on the from the cops with their shields, like pushing back at them and stuff. The yeah, question is: been huge ones there. Are it. the
0: people still paying taxes? Because if um, you're get, if you're getting beaten by the police, grandmas are getting thrown around, and
2: you know, have an
1: hour of outside time a day.
0: Yeah, then it's time to stop. I think it's time to stop
2: paying these people. Mm. Right? Well, if their job is to protect you and they're beating the hell out of you, they're not doing their job.
1: And, and, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, continuing to pay them, in Canada, Justin Trudeau accused the truckers. He's speaking French, so I don't know exactly what he said, but he accused them of being violent and uh, racist. And, you know, when he said that they they were just a small minority and all that stuff, he was saying that they um, would incite violence and then what happens a guy wearing a mask by himself in a car in winnipeg mm. so there was a winnipeg truck convoy protest goes and plows down four people and injures wow. four people with his car after i mean for of the have,
0: protesters right
1: it sounds like for he was, the
0: peaceful protesters yeah yes
1: sounds like he was you know actually radicalized by trudeau, trudeau yeah. and he's mm. getting paid you right. know by the canadians to do that to the people
0: Speaking of people running people down, quote unquote, nobody. Did you see the video of the guy driving a tru- truck with like a Trump flag on the back who and there was like a masked protester standing in front of his truck? Or I think he does mask around his neck or something like that. But anyway, somebody who was against the uh, the Freedom Convoy standing in front of this guy's truck and he's standing sort of to the corner on the front. So like by the headlight of the of the truck and the dude on in the truck is trying to turn away from this guy as he's moving forward he moves super slow i mean probably no more than like half a mile an hour he's moving very very slow and the the pro the counter protester throws his hands up flails his hands up in the air and falls over as he got
1: like bumped yeah i mean he he
0: literally wasn't and he was purposely
1: in the way of this car too yeah
0: in any way shape or form and this driver was trying to get out you Know, to to turn away from him, and this guy just puts this whole dramatic act on about how it, you know trying to make it look like he just got hit really hard,
1: and everybody in the video, you hear them saying he is he's faking, faking. it. Yeah. <laughs> It was wow. so clear. It was ridiculous. So there's some
0: pretty ridiculous uh, counter protesting going on out there, which is why I just don't believe mm-hmm. when we were talking on Friday about this, there was that one ice cream shop that was refusing to open over the weekend until further notice because one of their employees claimed that they were assaulted on the streets mm-hmm. by yeah. a couple of the the truckers. It's like, I don't buy that. Yeah. I mean, these people are these counter protesters. A lot of them are liars and they will do anything. I'll cook mm-hmm. up any story to make it look like the truckers are bad guys. And they're, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the impression that I'm getting is that the truckers are doing a good job of policing their own. Yeah. And, uh, which is an important thing to do because you always have to be concerned about agents provocateur. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the guy with the, uh, rebel flag out there Mm -hmm. who got sent packing, I'm pretty sure he was an agent provocateur.
0: Well, yeah, if you show up with a mask on to a group of people that are against masks and you try to pretend like you're one of them, it's just obviously so you're, you're out mm. of place. Uh, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty, 603-283-6160. And that thing is, when you're an undercover cop, you generally don't like having your picture taken. So that explains, you know, why they're covering their face. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Free
0: Talk Live! It's Free Talk Live! The phones are open, and you can bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian.
1: It's Bonnie.
2: And no
0: We've been focusing once again on the Freedom Convoy up in Ottawa. They are now well into their second week uh, at this point, having started on January 29th. Some there as early as January 28th, occupying the streets with uh, full-on big rig trucks, some with trailers, some without, I think. I think most of them without, though. Mm. Um but very, very interesting demonstration that's going on up there, and they've gotten the attention of the planet, I think, at this point, and rightly so. Uh, it is a very inspirational thing that they're doing, and hopefully we're going to see it imitated all over the place. There's already talk that the United States is going to be getting its own trucker convoy starting on as soon as perhaps February 12th, which would be next week.
1: It's funny how you're like. It's a very inspirational thing happening, and the biggest and best quotes coming out of it are, honk honk.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, I changed my profile on social media to say honk honk uh, in my uh, my username today to show, <laughs> show some support, because I can't go. As you mentioned uh, the other day, nobody, we are prohibited from, if, even if we weren't on crazy bail conditions from the federal government in the Crypto 6 case, neither you nor I would be allowed into Canada due to our... Nonviolent civil disobedience criminal records. Yeah.
1: I heard that Facebook changed their terms of service or whatever to say that Hong Kong goes against their terms of service. Really? Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. Just yeah, heard it. it
0: wouldn't surprise me. Mm. So the crackdown has begun, unfortunately. The police again are outnumbered, so they're not focusing on the inner portion of the protest. They're not focusing their efforts at the parliament area where the main protest is going on they're trying to pick off the stragglers they're trying to pick off the supporters the people who are showing support from the outside doing things like bringing in food bringing in fuel they are threatening those people they're arresting apparently some of those people ticketing uh, and they they according to the story here at uh, OttawaCitizen.com, uh, they were i had a story that said what they were ticketing people for but it's not in front of me. Anyway.
2: It was mischief, I think.
0: There were, Well, those were arrests. They were arresting people for so-called mischief. Uh, and then, oh, here it is. More than 100 Highway Traffic Act and provincial offense notices have been issued. So these are just tickets for offenses that include excessive honking, driving the wrong way, defective muffler, no seat belt, alcohol readily available, and having the improper class of driving license. So,
1: Alcohol readily available while driving. I don't.
2: Yeah, it's probably like open intox here, where yeah. it's where you're drive, uh, you're driving or you're in a vehicle, right. an And container. you have either an open container or maybe just a container in the cab, hmm.
0: right? Whether they're actually moving in the vehicle is not is not an issue. It's if that if the keys are in the ignition. In some jurisdictions, yeah. that's enough. I think in some other places, they don't even need to be. In the
2: ignition. Most places they don't need to be in the in the ignition, I think. Which is insane, but that's the world we
0: live in. Yeah. Uh so that's story from OttawaCitizen.com and uh, other police agencies are coordinating resources with the Ottawa Police Service. But despite that, the police chief said more resources are needed. A group of seven Sudbury police officers pulled patrolled past a group of eight York Regional Police Officers. Monday, as a group of protesters hurled abuse at television journalists filming in front of the West Block, "quote You sold your soul to the devil," one man yelled. "Tell the truth. You're telling people lies.
2: It's all lies." Yeah, and that's pretty accurate if you look at the at the coverage these guys have uh, have received. They're claiming they're white supremacists and all kinds. It's of... It's so ridiculous, no evidence.
0: I no, think I
1: nobody mean, tells the truth.
0: I saw a photo, not photo, I saw an interview today with a man from West Africa who was down there, you know, a black, black man from West Africa mm-hmm. uh, who was down there at the protest showing his support as a fellow Canadian. Because that's the thing that these people are saying, hey, this is what we have in common. We love freedom. We love Canada. And that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said he's he was actually accused of being a white supremacist.
1: What? wow so stupid
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i mean isn't that right out of clayton bigsby uh dave chappelle's skit remember when he oh, had the... i
2: love that skit that was yeah. hilarious
1: <laughs> i don't know it
2: for listeners that don't know oh, can you describe... it's, it's about a uh a black man who's blind and he's a white supremacist because he doesn't know he's black. Oh.
3: Yeah,
0: and he's actually like wearing a KKK robe and kind of going through the motions of being a, an actual like uh, KKK member. And well, then he takes man. his
2: hood off while speaking, and one of his supporters' head heads explodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in a press conference that was barred to legacy and established media outlets, protest organizers said they would reduce the honking of horns in the downtown core if city officials met with them. The protest organizer said at the conference, which was streamed online, quote, this can only be resolved by lawmakers, not tyrannical enforcement. Every time the police conduct or conduct an aggressive operation against us, the support for this movement only grows. Mm -hmm. And so, again, they have not yet gone in and made any arrests in the inside area from what i can understand as far as the actual drivers are concerned they're still there just saw some footage during uh during the news break we pulled up one of the live streamers auto walks to give credit and apparently viva Frey is back on the scene there today as well doing some streaming but uh, the truckers are still there the protesters are still there. They're still speaking. They're still having, like, dance parties. They're they're playing music, and people are dancing in the streets. People mm-hmm. of all shapes, sizes, and colors uh, are there They have supporting. some
2: weird techno music, too. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, sounds
3: awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're going to keep you in the loop as this thing continues to develop, because it is continuing. Oh, and here's an interesting little side note. Guess who's exempt from the vaccine mandate? The cops? The Ottawa Police Department.
1: Wow. Hmm. Didn't know that. I just. Guessed. I wonder what yeah.
2: the justification for that is. Uh, the, I mean,
3: the justification <laughs> is
2: they'll walk off the job.
1: Yeah.
0: That mm. there have been. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but New York City, Chicago, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. a lot of the main uh, big city police departments. Their police unions are saying, "No way, we are not going to get that vaccine." And we're, you know, you'll lose a third of your force or whatever if you try to man- mandate mm-hmm. it. So I wonder
2: how unvaccinated cops are going to feel enforcing the vaccine mandates. That's a good question. I don't think
1: they care about uh, the the plebs.
2: Hmm. Probably not.
0: Uh, again, the number here, if you want to join us, is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. So we're gonna keep an eye on this thing. They have that uh, that court case, which for those of you just tuning in, you might uh, you might have missed the big news of the day. From a robed man in Ottawa, uh, has decided that it will be contempt of court if you honk your horn. I don't know if it's just in the Parliament area or anywhere within the Ottawa city uh, city limits. I believe for the next ten days. So there's it's a- pretty
1: clearly contempt of their court and system mm-hmm.
2: i have nothing but contempt for their yeah. uh, their system if you don't have contempt for their system you're probably not paying attention mm-hmm. yeah. so
0: he issued that order today um and yet in the live streams that we were looking at we did see and hear some honking going on and i guess you can't really see honking going on unless you're actually watching the person at well, the they have to do
1: this to honk
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i don't know if they all have to do that i, I I don't know if I that's I don't think true. they have
1: to. I think they just—they
0: may have, have it on their dash controls for for honking. I, I'm not intimately familiar with the workings of these trucks, but I, I asked nobody during one of the breaks. It's like if you've got three trucks lined up, and there are at least three lanes that are full of trucks that are just sitting there, and you hear a honking noise emanate from the area of the trucks. How do you discern which of the drivers actually honked their horn?
2: Yeah, if you're not right up by the trucks, I don't know how you can tell. Right, I mean, you'd have
1: to have like a cop for every truck just patrolling, waiting for them to have. honk. Yeah, they don't have that they, many. They don't cops. have enough cops. And
0: also, you'd have to, uh, preferably, you'd have to have some sort of evidence because mm. if you've got two trucks right next to one another and there's a noise coming from there, you don't know unless you, like you said, Bonnie can can see the guy making the honking motion or whatever inside his cab.
2: So, yeah. Although most people in general believe police testimony—that's true—mostly because no people have, most people have never interacted with the police very much. But
0: it will be interesting to see if they're able to actually issue, uh, you know, contempt charges on this judge's order. There's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Phones open. If you want to join the show, you can. The number here is 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160.
1: Here tonight, it's Ian. It's
0: Bunny.
2: And nobody.
0: And Free Talk Live is raising money for Give Directly. They are the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. Places like Bamet and Kalifi counties in Kenya. ...who are in dire need of assistance. They find people that need help, people that are living in situations where, like, they can't get water easily without having to walk for miles. Uh, That's what kind of poverty we're talking about here. They find those people, they give them money... Cash, basically, what they call mobile money in Africa, which is essentially cash. They're they're like cell phone minutes. Mm -hmm. And they delivered over $400 million worth of these things to over a million people in the last decade. So they're really helping a lot of folks and uh, helping them get positive changes in their lives like employment, nutrition, health, and education. Plus, it allows the individual to decide for themselves in what they do. Need to put their money, in rather than having other people decide for them. So, if that's mm-hmm. something that you think is a valuable idea, we're going to back you up. Free Talk Live is going to match your donations to give directly up to thirty thousand dollars in total. Go to give.freetalklive.com. You can help them out there. That's give.freetalklive.com. Uh, just some more interesting highlights here. The Ottawa Citizen is doing kind of like an hour-by-hour updates on their website of what's going on with the uh, the protests. The Freedom Convoy, and so we mentioned to you that there was like a hundred tickets that were written. A highway, highway traffic act tickets were written, I guess, on Sunday. But there's actually a total number here. According to Bylaw and Regulatory Services, since January 28th, Bylaw and Regulatory Services has issued 787 parking tickets for various violations in and around the demonstration area, including 568 over the weekend, said the director in an email to the newspaper. Quote The goal of parking enforcement within the perimeter of the demonstration is to ensure that emergency lanes are clear and the flow of traffic is maintained. All service requests directly related to the demonstration are being redirected to OPS. I don't know what that is. We understand this is a frustrating and difficult time for residents who live and work in the downtown core. So, well, I guess the emergency lanes are clear because all the video shows that there is a lane that's available. So it's like a four-lane street and three of the four lanes are occupied. Hmm. Um, So I guess that means that he's saying the flow of traffic is maintained. Obviously, the traffic isn't flowing in the other three lanes. So I wonder if they're issuing ticket. Who to whom are they issuing tickets? Are they issuing tickets to the truckers, uh, the mm-hmm. people that are in the other three lanes, or are they issuing tickets to people that might be blocking the one lane uh, that's supposed to be clear? And that's not mm-hmm. made clear by what he says. I'm just you know sort of wondering aloud. It's
2: hard to say that. Uh, it's hard to say how they would determine which one that was. Also, good point. Uh, Well, maybe there
0: is a particular emergency lane as opposed to the other three lanes Mm. are not emergency lanes. I don't
2: know. That may be true. I don't know.
0: But it does bring me to an important point, and that is I sure hope that these protesters aren't planning on paying these tickets, because imagine the court clogging that would go on. You could seriously clog these courts if you've got hundreds of people who've received tickets and all of those people say, I want my court date. Now uh, I'm presuming you can do that in Canada that you, you know, if you are issued a ticket mm-hmm. that you can demand your day in court, that you can demand that they prove their case, uh, do it because you got nothing to lose. You are going to lose if you cut a check. That's you saying, "All right, I lost. Here's the money." Mhm. So if you go to court, in fact a friend of ours is going to be going to court a long time uh, cop blocker tomorrow morning, Uh, He's going to be going to court here in Keene for running from the police. Now, he's actually still under the age of 18 right now. I think he was allegedly uh, 15 at the time when the police running, the alleged police uh, running happened. And so he's he's taking it to trial tomorrow morning, which is always interesting when a a young person does this. Because generally, if someone is a quote-unquote juvenile... Then the system wants to keep people out. Oh, we have to protect this. We got to protect this juvenile from people being able to see what's happening to him. See what
1: they're doing to him.
0: Yeah. And I told him, hey, we know that if you say to these people, you demand a public trial, they will open your hearing up because um, ex girlfriend of mine, Renee, did that one time when she was accused of uh, speeding. She was 17 when she went into uh, to do that trial, and she said she wanted it open to anybody, and so I was able to get video uh, footage of that. And it's uh, so we're going to hopefully be able to do the same thing tomorrow morning, and uh, and record his. Well, do you remember what the charges were, Bonnie? It was like. Obstructing justice or something like that, or evading. Obstruction
2: of government administration.
0: Operating
1: without a license. Yeah, there was an
0: operating without a license. And the other, I don't know if it was obstructing government administration because I've been charged with that one before and that doesn't ring a bell. I think it was like evading Mm -hmm. the police or something like that. So he's looking at, he's looking at, you know, a year in jail for this. Plus, you know, a couple thousand dollars in fines, potentially. But he has, of course, no criminal record. So I suspect even if he's found guilty, he'll probably get a slap on the hand. But the whole point is to make these people, these government goons, work for their convictions. We -hmm. know they're probably going to get the conviction because, you know, you parked in the wrong spot or whatever, right? Like we're talking about hundreds of people, almost 800 parking tickets issued. You know, you weren't in an authorized parking area. They issued you the ticket. Odds are you're going to lose. But you can make them have to lose an hour of their time, make them have to have the prosecutor show up in court and make an argument in front of, you know, whether it's a judge or a jury or whatever. I don't know if you can get juries for this in uh, in Ottawa, but if you can get a jury, that's even better, because then you might have an ally on the jury who could refuse to convict you.
2: Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. One out of twelve. It wouldn't. I would think it wouldn't be hard.
1: I do think we're making a lot of assumptions about Canadian uh, Canadian law, law? Though, because I mean, they don't even have the First Amendment. Do they have all this other? They stuff? They don't
2: have any of the amendments. They don't. That's yeah, true.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> well, they do have a right to protest. There, uh, there is yeah. something in the Canadian. Yeah, Constitution they've got a thing that, that mm. they
2: call, I think, the Basic Law, um, that is supposed to uh, enshrine or reflect their. Uh, Uh, their rights Hmm. but of course government violates them anyway
0: at the heart of oh by the way they did issue a state of emergency so-called the mayor of the city of ottawa has called this now a state of emergency saying things are quote-unquote out of control Mm. and so you know i do like to hear that things are out of control meaning Mm. that they don't have enough police to do anything about this yeah so that helps Uh, Another report here from The Citizen, 5 p.m. At the heart of the protest on Wellington Street, a kilometer-long line of trucks, RVs, and pickups continued to stretch from Elgin Street to Bay Street Sunday with no indication that protesters intended to leave. They huddled around fires, managed barbecues, and played street hockey in front of the Department of Justice offices. (laughs) A man in a costume who described himself only as the Booster Man says, This is complete tyranny. The globalists want to take over the world, and it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's real. The truckers started this whole thing, and we've taken the momentum. The world is following Canada, because we're doing a really good thing here. Well, if
1: you're following the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum, you know that it's the globalists do want to take over the world, and it's not a conspiracy theory at all.
2: Mm -hmm. You will own nothing, and you will be be happy. happy because we will lobotomize you
0: 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 well they're hoping to avoid the lobotomy by giving people virtual reality nobody so now
2: they're calling it the metaverse well that's good because i'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy we're coming
0: up in moments you can join us (laughs) and take control of the airwaves your thoughts on the freedom convoy it's free talk live
5: From there, I went on join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of Liberty.
0: You can help more people hear the message of Liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. amps.freetalklive.com this is free talk live you can join the show you can bring up whatever is on your mind here number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian, Bonnie, and nobody in the studio here tonight. We're digging in again to the ongoing protest happening in Ottawa, Canada with the I don't know how many hundreds of trucks there are up there. There's a lot of trucks. Maybe it's still in the thousands. I mean, it's, and I wonder if people noticed uh, an increase over the weekend again. I, again, I wasn't here on Saturday or Sunday, but apparently they didn't cover the truckers very much. So, so I wanted to make sure we dug in deep here tonight into what has happened over the last few days with the police now starting to arrest people. A uh, hundred plus tickets have been issued. And now, apparently, a state of emergency, quote unquote, has been issued as of Sunday. Quick, somebody, panic! Yeah, people are peacefully having a party in the streets. It's it's an emergency. Uh, Mayor Jim Watson declared the state of emergency, saying in a release, press release from the city, quote, declaring a state of emergency reflects the serious danger and threat. To the safety and security of residents posed by the ongoing demonstrations. Well, what's the danger exactly?
2: Hmm.
3: Can
2: we um, be specific? People might get irritated.
0: There's definitely some irritated people, no doubt about hmm. it. Um, some people are claiming they can't sleep with uh, what with all the noise and so on.
2: The cops might murder people. That would be
0: that could that is a serious that's danger. A danger. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he had that in mind though. When Probably not. This, he no. doesn't
2: mind when when that happens. Politicians generally don't. No, they
0: usually hand out ba- like awards. They give promotions to cops you know. that are killers. Yeah,
2: you automatically get time off with pay. That's true
0: in a lot of places. Uh, the threat to the safety and security of residents. Again, these guys aren't criminal elements. These aren't. It's not like a convention of thugs. It's a convention of peaceful people. Who believe yeah. in freedom? Who are doing such dastardly things as throwing a dance party in the streets? I saw video footage of them doing the train. You know, where you, you get behind somebody and everybody kind of walks in a in a train as they're dancing mm-hmm. around. Cha-cha. They were doing, yeah, they were doing that.
2: Congo line,
0: the conga, thank uh, yeah. Tr- con- con- Congo. Thank you. Congo It's called a cha cha. Is that something? Cha cha, I think, is a type of dance,
2: but I could be wrong about that. Oh. Yeah, it's cha cha's. Uh, um. I don't remember. They were doing all of those things, but I think it's something couples do.
0: They were doing those things in the streets. This is not a dangerous crowd. This is not a serious danger or a threat to the safety and security of residents. But that's what the press release said from Mm -hmm. the mayor's office. Uh, He says it highlights the need for support from other jurisdictions and levels of government. It also provides greater flexibility within the municipal administration to enable the city of Ottawa to manage business continuity for essential services for its residents and enables a more uh, flexible procurement process, which could help purchase equipment required by frontline workers and first responders. Uh, And we also know what the real reason a state of emergency gets issued is because it makes it so they can ignore more people's rights. It makes it so they can just wholesale squash people's freedoms and say oh well you know you might have normally had we might have normally respected your rights to protest but now that it's a state of
2: emergency mm-hmm. you can't protest anymore and it was the very next so day, whenever you protest we're going to declare a state of emergency right
0: and then uh, it was the very next day that the man in the robe from the superior court issued an order saying that no one could honk their horns or I presume that will be criminal contempt or whatever the equivalent of that is mm. in the Canadian judicial system. So uh although earlier in the day, to be fair to the mayor, he did admit that the city was quote outnumbered and quote losing the battle. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that, at least.
2: Wow. Yeah. Even a stopped clock as Tells the Truth one twice a day. <laughs>
0: So, if you want to join the show here, you can. Uh, The number is 603-283-6160. Again, they are threatening now to arrest anyone who is bringing what is called material support. So, that could be gas, it could be food, anything that is being brought in from the outside to the protesters, uh, anyone doing the bringing is subject to being arrested now at this point, according to uh, Ottawa police tweet on Sunday. And I don't know if that has to do with the state of emergency or if it just happened to coincide. But when asked earlier about the possibility of cutting off the supply of gas, diesel, and propane to the protesters, Ottawa police service said they do not speak about operations, quote, for officer safety reasons.
1: How could they, though? How could they possibly get people to... Verify if they're part of the trucker convoy or not before they buy gas.
0: Well, you can buy gas, you just can't bring it into the protest zone. Yeah, so, but they
1: said cutting off gas, so I didn't know mm. if the question was about cutting. No, cutting it's it about off or,
0: actually arresting anybody coming in with like a backpack or a, a what they call a jerry can but in I these thought articles. They
1: already, uh, said they're going to do that, so and they why, are. So yeah. why is the cop saying we're not going to talk about that for? our safety. I thought they already announced that they were going to do that. So isn't this guy talking isn't the question this guy is being asked about like gas stations cutting off? Mm. No,
0: I don't think so. No. I don't think they're saying that gas stations can't sell gas. They're just saying you can't bring it into the protest area.
2: Okay. My my so. impression was that the guy was asking the question of why they weren't mm. um, shutting down gas stations. Oh, could be. Mm. Like cutting it off entirely. Right. Uh Which- Probably the easiest way to do that would be just shut them down entirely. Don't worry about whether it's uh, because, you know, governments don't mind hurting innocent people. They'll drop bombs on villages full of innocents to get one person.
1: But it might disprove their position of being the ones helping the city, taking back the city if they, you know, keep Mm. the average Ottawa in from being able to get gas in their car.
3: The
0: messages come after a second weekend of raucous protests that at times felt like Canada Day. This story from OttawaCitizen.com, complete with bouncy castles and dance parties juxtaposed against a sea of F. Trudeau and Don't Tread on Me flags. The persistent blaring of heavy truck horns, open fuel containers, and ongoing episodes of harassment and noise for local residents. Hundreds of counter-protesters yelled, go home to protesters on Saturday. And both police board members and the chief said they don't have the resources to deal with the volatile situation. Mm. Well, I'm sure they'd be happy to go home as soon as Ottawa stops effing with their homes, yeah. And stops telling them what they can do or can't mm. do.
2: Yeah, you can't you can't just go home when you know the government is going to invade your home and impose things on you that violate your rights. You know.
0: Provincial officials Sunday sent a clear message that Ottawa police have all the resources they've asked for and the authority to act as Toronto did. And we did see some footage uh, that Toronto police are in the streets in heavy numbers. So I don't know if Toronto is expecting an influx of... Uh, trucks or what they're, the police are in the streets preparing for there. But it does make me wonder if we're going to see the trucker protest expand. Well, will, it, will it go to other big cities? They
1: have already. They're, they're in Winnipeg. That's where the guy, uh, the guy in a mask plowed through a crowd. That was uh, Winnipeg. Are and, there
0: truckers there?
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. And
1: also, Montreal is about to get a convoy, according nice. to a YouTuber that I watch from Montreal named the truth their girls Fantastic.
2: he's my favorite yeah yeah it might not be a bad idea for some of the on uh, some of the Ottawa people to actually decamp mm-hmm. for other cities continue the protest there mm. because the thing is they've had a lot of time to stage cops and materials right. to go to Ottawa but if you take all those protesters and you move them to another city then they move and all they all the keep stuff. protesting mm. then uh, you know it might be harder for the government to to react than for the truckers it's hard to say i don't know what the logistics would be for the truckers of moving
0: yeah well it depends on how many truckers you got i mean if you've got enough to go to more than one city and occupy more than one just do that right yeah. cuz then they got to split up their resources amongst all the you know the various different places that you're occupying Mm -hmm. so it's a fascinating story and uh definitely the most interesting news in a long time so we're going to keep our eyes on it as things continue to develop but uh, bonnie you wanted to talk about cryptocurrency being accused of supporting white supremacy and the people in the state just loved and the state supporters love to throw around white supremacy they're claiming that the protesters in ottawa are racist and even though now
2: computer programs are racist (laughs) we're
0: coming up Free Talk Live. Phone's open. If you want to join the show, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. Ian, Bonnie, and nobody in the studio here tonight. 603-283-6160. You can bring up anything you want. We're going to get into cryptocurrency and white supremacy. They, uh, They love to just slather all the... You know, nasty attacks they can against cryptocurrency, even though they're completely baseless. Or are they? We'll find out. Bonnie's got that story coming up here in a moment. And of course, you're still welcome to weigh in on the Freedom Convoy. Maybe you've seen something that we haven't. There's a ton of video, a ton of content coming out of Ottawa. It's impossible for one person uh, to see it all. So we, you know, we did the best we could, giving you keeping you up to date on it in the first hour and a half of the show. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't call in later. So again, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. We're gonna go to the phones to the fun. Sarah is on the line in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Yes, uh, the, well, well, the Albuquerque police, our city, had started um, on Sunday nights giving like a hundred or more speeding tickets on Central Boulevard towards the west side. So I'm really happy. And I'm just letting the, <laughs> yes, you um,
2: take a lot of pleasure in other people's misfortune, don't you?
4: Well, you know, people here, they think that speed limit is a suggestion. It's not a recommend. It's like a recommended uh, speed that you do. Now it's going to be forced. Well, you know, they're doing that on the west side because of that seven-year-old boy that got killed. You know, that's what brought it forth because otherwise they would have the attitude like in. You know, speeding is not a crime unless you hurt somebody. But after you hurt somebody, it's just too late because they're dead or they're put in the hospital or they're back broken.
0: You're saying the police would have had the attitude of it's no big deal if a kid hadn't died?
4: Hmm. Well, the, no, I mean, the police always wanted to... Well, the I mean, public safety, they always wanted to um, enforce the speed limit. But It's, it's not about like public you.
0: safety. It's about revenue. Yeah. Speeding tickets are about getting money... For the government in the government gang in Albuquerque, that's what it's all about. It's not about safety. They just masquerade and they pretend as though it's about safety.
4: Well, you know the the community that people are a lot happier now because it's gotten a lot more tranquil and calmer without all the crazy
0: speeders. I don't believe. Who that told that for you a
1: that? Have you been talking to like lots of people asking them if they're happier since then? Or are you just saying that? Well, I mean, it
4: was announced on the news. I guess
2: like <laughs> well, then the it must report. be true. The news would never lie.
4: <laughs> no, I mean, but the thing about it is that I believe that, you know, because... Uh, sure, I mean, you believe there, anything
2: they tell you.
1: I bet I know 100 people who are not happier because of this strict enforcement. Mm. So You guys believe
4: whatever everybody tells you about bad things about communism, you know? That you no, that's not that, believing that's what everybody propaganda. tells
2: me. That's researching it, finding out what the history was, finding out the millions of people who died because of the brain damaged ideas that came out of Karl Marx's diseased mind and, and making a determined based on determination based on that. I actually used to be a socialist, but there was one author. Who really made me see the light and realize that socialism was wrong, and that was Karl Marx. <laughs> I read the Communist Manifesto and when I read about things like the dictatorship of the proletariat, well, dictatorships don't go well. And having a few people able to force their will on everybody, that doesn't go well. So
4: but, yeah, I, 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 you know the the most the Korean and the Russian boys they're willing to die for communism. You think because they take away their freedom, do you think that's why they're so motivated? The North why, why Koreans are, are willing so... to
1: die for their dear leader? Is that what you're saying? Uh, for communism. Do you think
4: it's just for the leader as you, as they claim? For a dictator and somebody that's going to force them, they make them do something. That's propaganda. (laughs) I think you should visit North North
2: Korea and find out for yourself. It might be the right place for you to live. Sarah told us that
1: her grandma fled North Korea and she still believes that North Korea is a good place or something.
0: Wait, your grandma fled North Korea or was she from Mm -hmm. South Korea?
1: No, my great-grandmother, actually,
4: uh, my mom's family was actually from North Korea, and then they managed to fled during the Korean War. Did you ever talk to them? Well, um, yes, I did. And And uh, what did they
0: tell you about why they fled North Korea?
4: Well, actually, my great-grandmother told me that she was against me now that we're opposing since she didn't like communists. Actually, that's what her story was.
0: Well, I don't After think I she left. That, hold on. So just to be clear, she left because she doesn't like communism. Is that right?
4: Well, at that the time, uh, they felt like they had to avoid communism. So that's why. Why they do you
0: think that was? Did you ever get into the, you know, ask her why? I mean, given that you're a well, communist, were you a communist at the time that that conversation was had?
4: Right, I I told him I'm a communist, and okay. I told her about it. And you weren't and they,
0: curious. And she said and that
1: she didn't. Her grandma, or her great grandma, said she didn't like her because of it.
0: Yeah, but you weren't curious to know why she didn't like communism. She just said she didn't like it. It wasn't because people were starving. It wasn't because of the cult of personality, the people being murdered because their family members tried to escape or whatever other tyrannical nightmare was going on there. She just glossed over well, that. Uh,
4: that one part of the the rich people that had a lot of rice they made them share their rice with everybody uh-huh so and then if they did not share the rice they kind of didn't do so well
3: <laughs> you mean they the were
2: murdered yeah. <laughs> prison camps <laughs> but, yeah that's not doing so well yeah
4: so but, uh, you know something but i still like communism is the fact that all because yeah, you don't believe anything
0: you you like it because you don't believe anything anyone says about the truth about communist dictatorships and communist so-called paradises or whatever. You don't believe any of it. You just you have a fantasy about what you think it would be like, and it's never been that. Well,
4: the, the, the good thing about it is that why should the rich people be fat and have all that rice when everybody else is starving to death?
1: Okay, then they, they well, should all starve. If everybody
2: eating. else is – if everybody is starving to death, that's probably a government uh, – there's probably a government behind that happening because people are able to take care of themselves pretty well all all you need is a piece of land and you can grow food
0: yeah when you're allowed to decide what to plant and when to harvest and Mm -hmm. how to run that land but in north korea you don't get that freedom no it's all uh, run by the state
4: I still believe that the Russian boys, they're willing to die for communism to have an equal and fair society. <laughs> you realize society. that the
2: Russians overthrew the communists?
1: Yeah, she thinks that it's a conspiracy and that Russia is still communist. I forgot, you haven't been here in a while, nobody. She thinks that Russia is still communist and this is all conspiracy and they're trying to take over Ukraine because they want to be communist again. And they've always been communist.
2: Uh, I I got to admit, with Putin in charge, who was... A KGB guy. I have wondered about that. Whether, uh, um, but uh, there's, there's, the thing is, and then he was they at the
4: need... Beijing, China. They're Chinese are communist still. You know. Why and don't you they, move I, 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 there? I,
0: I... Why don't you go there and swear an oath to of allegiance to the Chinese king and or President G or whatever his name is, and swear that you will do whatever it takes to be a good Chinese mm-hmm.
2: commie. And and Well don't you and think uh see if, if, get,
4: communi-
2: see if you can get well, us I to trade one of the Hong Kong protesters for you. Mm. That's ideal. That well, would you know rock. What?
4: look I, I have to uphold the communist party in America, you know, to but educate that doesn't make about any communism. sense, Sarah.
0: I mean, if your goal is to get mm-hmm. to communism, why not go to the place that's closer to where you want to be? If there
2: why a liberal- force it but- on three hundred million people who don't want it? <laughs> When there's a whole country full of people who do want it,
1: if there was a libertarian paradise country, like an actual one, like the size of America, but it, they were just completely libertarian, then I would move. I would consider moving there. It I mean, doesn't need to be yeah. the
0: size of America. If it's the size of you know an, an island, I'd move there. If it's uh, the size of New Hampshire, yeah, but you know, there is isn't fine. one.
1: There is a communist paradise. So. They, they, yeah. so they claim. Yeah, up in New England, there's a bunch of communists up in
4: Manhattan. Um, and that's Boston, why we don't live there. Yeah. So I know. So then it's my part. I'm already here already. So it's important to educate people that disability, Social Security, pension, welfare, uh, Medicaid, Medicare are all communist programs. So are the cops. Uh, The communists. Well, the well, I want the red flex cameras to be a, a communist program. Everything belongs to the state. Oh, There's no CEO yeah. of the red flex company. All of the proceeds go back of to the,
2: the state. state. And you have no rights, and they can do whatever they want to. She
0: would be great at one of those communist re-education centers there in uh, northwest China or wherever. Yeah, she should get a job there. You could be a torturer, Sarah. Wouldn't that be fun? Torture
1: the fat. <laughs> capitalists.
0: All right. So thank you, Sarah, for the call tonight. There's more coming up. You can join us at 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: Free Talk Live phones are open here. If you want to join the show, you can. It's 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And
1: Bonnie. And
0: nobody. And again, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. There's a lot in the news, lots of interesting stuff to discuss. Bonnie, you had a story tonight that you wanted to share with us on the topic of cryptocurrency. So tell me more. What's what's going on? Why did you want to share it?
1: This is from The Economist and the reason I wanted to share it is because it's just another example of ridiculous um, establishment media coming out against cryptocurrency just by trying to Call it something so just so ridiculous, like that they're trying to say that cryptocurrency is bad for the environment just because somebody out there who's a leftist and doesn't know about cryptocurrency will just see that and be like, oh, I like the environment. I should be anti-Bitcoin, even though they're not thinking about it hard enough to realize that the banking industry is a lot more... Uh, hard on the environment than cryptocurrency
2: that's true
3: they the
1: banking also, industry is especially
2: is way more since power. they fund every single war
1: yep <laughs> There's that. and the military industrial complex is horrible for the environment but another is the
0: number one polluter
1: another angle that the establishment establishment media tries to take is to try to say that cryptocurrency isn't fair to minorities or just it's ridiculous i can't even really explain it because of how bad the argument is it's so stupid
0: like there's plenty of people um that of all shapes sizes and colors that are interested in cryptocurrency there's a lot of people that understand what good money uh is what you know Mm. value actually is
2: there's a lot of people in africa trading in cryptocurrency absolutely matter
1: well this article from The Economist is called "The Charm of Cryptocurrencies for White Supremacists: White Power, Dark Money."
0: Is Chris Cantwell in this in this article? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> it it doesn't say Chris Cantwell, I don't think, but it okay. talks about the
2: crying Nazi.
1: <laughs> no the the torch.
2: Oh, the protest in Charlottesville. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. It does bring that up. Actually, I don't gotcha. think it brings up Chris Cantwell specifically. On August 11th, 2017, far-right groups from all over America came to a Charlottesville, Virginia, or to Charlottesville, Virginia, to protest against the removal of a Confederate statue. The next day, a white supremacist drove his car into a crowd of counter-protesters, killing one of them.
0: Uh-huh, he's now in prison.
1: In mm-hmm. the aftermath In the aftermath, PayPal, an online payment platform whose terms of service forbid raising money to promote hate Suspended extremists' accounts. So did Apple Pay and Google Wallet. Visa and Discover, two credit card firms, followed suit, as did Patreon, a crowdfunding site. Far right groups found themselves in search of other places to raise money. What many of them embraced was cryptocurrency.
2: Oh, crypto must be bad if when you cut people off from everything else, they go there <laughs> as a last resort. <laughs>
1: The Southern Law Poverty Center, an advocacy group, has identified over 600-
2: <laughs> they're, a, they're basically a hate group. Yeah.
1: I don't know that much about them except that they're anti-my friend Joa.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's an article about Joa on
1: there? Um, I don't know. He talked about it with a show you were on one mm. time. Yeah, I pretty
2: remember. much anybody who, do, who doesn't give absolute unquestioning support to the government is a white supremacist, according, according to them. To, uh, them. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's ridiculous. The Southern Poverty Law Center, an advocacy group, has identified over 600 cryptocurrency addresses used by members of the far right. They include ones associated with Andrew Eng- Anglin, publisher of a neo-Nazi website, the Daily Stormer, Andrew Arnheimer, a white supremacist hacker, and Don Black, founder of a white power online forum.
2: None of these people ever use dollars.
1: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) They advertise their wallets on their websites and social media asking for donations, and they get them. (gasps) Stefan Molyneux, a far-right podcaster who was ousted from YouTube, has received over $1.67 million in Bitcoin.
0: I guarantee you, the majority of Stefan Molyneux's donations in Bitcoin
2: came before he became a white supremacist. Oh, mm. he is
1: a white supremacist? I, didn't, I don't know he, anything
2: about He him. kind of is. He didn't used to be, and he kind mm. of went that way. And yeah, it's sad. Every, he was, you know, all the uh, all the reasonable people kind of wrote him off. Uh, except Cantwell, who followed him, Cantwell followed him all the way
0: down the the rabbit hole there. Uh, but Stefan Molyneux was a really talented. When he was an actual libertarian guy who was not a, a racist, he was a really talented communicator of the ideas of liberty. He was really uh, he had a great sense of humor. We interviewed him multiple times at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. He was a guest speaker mm-hmm. uh, at Pork Fest mm-hmm. back then. And so, if you were at the Porcupine Freedom Festival in the years at which Stefan Molyneux was at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Odds are you were accepting cryptocurrency because people like Roger Veer and uh, Eric Voorhees and Charlie Shrim, some of the earliest doers in the crypto space, were attending those events in like 2012 and 2011 when you know Bitcoin was $1.50 or whatever. Mm. I remember when Roger Veer was handing out physical Bitcoins, one single Bitcoin, physical Bitcoins, which is kind of a gimmick for listeners that don't know, but it's a neat little gimmick. Anyway, he was handing these things out like candy. I mean, he was literally mm. giving them away to whoever would take one from him. And now, to whoever
1: would uh, declare allegiance to white supremacy? No, oh,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and so, what I'm saying is, there's a good chance Stefan would be Molyneux, the most
2: miserable white supremacist in the world. He lives in Japan. Yeah, it would be interesting
0: to pull up. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where Stefan Molyneux has his wallet or whatever, but obviously the Southern Poverty Law Center's looked at it. I suspect if you look at that wallet. And you scroll back and you'll see that the bulk of those contributions came from libertarians at places like Porkfest and through his website before he became a white supremacist. I don't think he started going that way until around Cantwell's uh, when Cantwell did. And that would have been 2016, 2017. Well, you
1: know, that answers the question about Cantwell for me a little bit, because I used to always think if he was really a libertarian supposedly before, I've never listened to him on the show. I've only listened to Hippie versus Nazi and shemale versus Nazi, Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if he really was a libertarian before, I always wonder how does somebody go from being a libertarian to being not a libertarian if they're like seriously into the ideology. But it makes sense if there was somebody who was on the Internet like Stefan Molyneux and he was really good and everybody liked him. I've heard his name a lot, but I've never listened to any of his stuff. And then he slowly led people down the path of white supremacy. I could see that being like a a psyops and it changed a lot of people into like not being libertarian anymore. Not a lot of people
2: just can't. Well,
1: (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, I suspect he didn't change as many people as he acquired other people, like people who are already racists or whatever became fans of him, I suspect, after the word got out that he had gone that direction. That's just oh, my... I'm I just speculating. you saying that
1: the timeline that cantwell became a nazi was like the same the as, same yeah oh, it is
0: yeah uh, i'm just saying i don't think that he converted most of his audience i mm. think what nobody said is accurate that likely his a lot of his people would have fallen away mm. from him and then he probably brought on new followers who are already you know of that mindset that's just my guess though i mean because i don't you really do have to community. be like
1: not very smart slash not very principled to go from being a libertarian to becoming a white supremacist
0: or going from being a libertarian to becoming an arch statist in any way shape yeah. or form. I mean, white supremacy is just one example of that. We also had uh, the example of Amanda Bolden who was a self-proclaimed anarchist here and founded a voluntarist charity in New Hampshire. She's a, she was a free stater. She's now a hard left democrat. And she has she has attacked the her previous libertarian friends. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how that happens. But, but it, it
2: has happened. in every in every political movement, yeah. though. I mean, people change.
0: Well, some people say that Amanda was whatever her boyfriend was. And my, so, and my
1: sister's like that. Like, she'll yeah. be seriously into whatever her boyfriend yeah. is into, political or... So yeah. I, I guess that could just be Some thing. people
2: get their political opinions by injection. <laughs> <laughs> and regarding Cantwell,
0: it's... Cantwell did whatever he thought was going to make Cantwell the most money. And so he truly believed that going and being even more radical than a libertarian... And going that direction was somehow going to make him filthy rich. He Didn't must have out. bought
2: all the media hype saying everybody was a white supremacist. Oh, but only will make a lot of money as a white supremacist. Uh. We got more coming up. You can join us. Free Talk Live.
0: Talk live phones are open here if you want to join us you can the number 603-283-6160 we'll get back into cryptocurrency and the latest attack by the pro-government pro-bank pro-statists uh side saying that oh it's empowering white supremacists
1: and also the people at large It's empowering everyone.
0: Crypto don't care who you are. That's the thing. Crypto is completely, uh, you know, it has no concept of who's using it. And it cannot deny its access to anyone.
2: Computer programs don't
0: generally discriminate. Indeed. So we could talk more about that coming up here in just a moment. But also, I do want to make sure you know about Intercoin. We've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using Intercoin. Their own token. And now Intercoin has launched its token, its fundraising token, called ITR. It is their... Uh, investor token and you can get it on xmarkets.com where all you need is an email address to sign up so you can keep your privacy intact exmarkets.com you can deposit dozens of different cryptos there including bitcoin trade them for tether and then use that tether to buy the itr token which is the intercoin investor token you can learn more about the intercoin vision at intercoin.org and buy or sell your itr over at xmarkets.com exmarkets.com you just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world let's go to james he's on the line in michigan james you're on free talk live
5: well first and foremost i want to say hello to nobody it's great to hear you again
2: thanks man how you doing
5: excellent i got you a couple books while you're in there but nice. nothing special but i try
2: <laughs> groovy groovy but, uh, thank you for that
5: i uh um i like to discuss the idea of the validity of protests in general. Maybe I'm a little sheltered as I live in a small town area where they basically don't exist. Okay, But all I see is politicians going, oh yeah, that's a great idea, and right back to business.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Protests don't really have much of an impact on politicians. I, I'm reminded of the old quote by one of the, I believe is a Reagan administration bureaucrat named Alexander Haig, mm-hmm. who said, yep. let them protest so long as they Pay their taxes.
5: Exactly. I guess you could argue tax protesters would be something, but even without numbers, is that really even viable? Yeah,
0: they're so few and far between. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to say that uh, you will ever see a significant tax protest.
2: Well, it always requires um, numbers, but correct. You know, there have been a lot of governments that have fallen uh, due to persistent uh protesters if people get out in the streets and they won't they won't give up then any any government will eventually collapse um that's true nobody uh
0: i mean you can definitely see different examples of that over time but if it's one of those one and done things you know they go out for an afternoon and then they go home then those are completely ineffective
2: yeah, but you know, imagine if if the uh, Ottawa protesters protest- managed to stay there for a year. Yeah, you know, Trudeau would not be in power at the end of that year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I
5: mean, they already I, I are guess kind my of. argument for that. Well, my argument for that would be: wouldn't at what point would the government just shut the media off, come in, and clean house?
1: Well, the uh, military are refusing to do that for one thing, mm-hmm. and for another thing, I think that it is making a difference because. Um there is a politician I don't know his name from Montreal or maybe not Montreal but
0: There was Quebec. S- Saskatchewan and, that's going to roll back their ordinances well, but what see, were you saying? that
1: happened and then in Quebec there's some politician who's speaking French I don't know his name and he was going to have a vax tax so people were going to be being taxed a hundred to eight hundred dollars, depending on how much money they made a month, for not being vaccinated, and he uh, wow. uh, canceled that. Yeah. And he said that he stopped it because there was a certain percentage of the population being radicalized. Mm. Like it sounded like he was saying he stopped it directly because of the convoy.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think and, you're right. You know, I've I was watching uh, debates in the uh, Canadian Parliament today. Mm. And the uh head of the opposition party, I don't know her name, was definitely on fire and she was um she was responding to the uh to the support and saying, Where is Trudeau? When is Trudeau gonna roll these things back? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and right. Trudeau's in hiding. That's right.
5: Um I think a big problem in Canada is the Queen still runs that place and a lot of people like the live in denial of that.
2: It. I don't know if that's the case. I know they separated uh, the from the British the Prime Empire Prime somewhat.
5: <laughs> what were we saying there, yeah. James? Uh, the Queen can actually remove the Prime Minister at will. It would hmm. be obviously ill-advised if he was voted in, but she has that power. And I know you guys have crossed the border because I live close to Canada too, and uh, her portrait's over in uh, every government building that you have to go in. <laughs> yeah, you on know, their money. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yep. that's true, James. I, I think you
0: bring up a good point. Uh, although I gotta agree with uh, with nobody here that if a protest is sustained for long enough and the circumstances are right, then you can see some change. But however, we did not see that happen with the with Occupy, and that was a sustained protest that did go on for quite some time in major cities in the United mm-hmm. States. So it doesn't always guarantee uh that change is going to occur in that case it was simply co-opted uh occupy yeah. was
2: well the problem with occupy is they were pro-government protesters true and that's true you know that doesn't work very well
0: <laughs> <laughs> james anything else I you want to share need- tonight no you guys have a great night thanks for the call i do Peace, appreciate the, the topic let's go to clamoring calling from the north country in new hampshire go ahead clamoring
6: Hey there. Um, I wanted to talk tonight about uh, the COVID vaccine. Sure. So um, I have never considered myself like anti-vax or anything like that, but my opinions are changing pretty rapidly on that hmm. topic, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that I I can choose what I put in my body, but I also have a six-year-old little girl, and so choosing what she puts in her body is my responsibility. <laughs> right. So that mm. kind of changes things a little bit for me. So that's topic one. And then topic two is,
0: um, well, hold on before you go to topic two, when you, when you say that I, changes things for you, what, mm. what exactly do you mean by that?
6: Because I feel like if it's like, if I'm choosing to put something in my body, like that's one thing, mm-hmm. but i'm responsible for a whole other human being
0: <laughs> so you feel like that means you shouldn't make that choice for her even though you're making it for you because you're concerned i'm not yeah, sure what you correct okay okay i just yeah, want to make sure I, clear. I, I
6: have definitely chosen not to get her vaccinated i have, you, have get, you
0: vaccinated yourself
6: i did early on however two doses. My, uh two doses okay. but however i have completely changed my stance on that Mm. and i will not be getting a booster i will not be allowing my child to get vaccinated etc (laughs) etc um and that kind of leads into the second well hold that thought because we're going to
0: get to you hang on we'll we'll continue with the second portion of clamoring's call your thoughts are welcome here uh the number 603-283-6160 yeah the whole idea of I mean, getting an adult to take an experimental medication like this that can rewrite your DNA uh, is pretty crazy. But to give it to a child, I think it's a terrible idea. And kids are at like zero risk from COVID. Exactly. More coming up. Free Talk Live phones are open. You can join the show. The number 603-283-6160. We're going to get back into cryptocurrency and the latest attack against crypto. Bonnie's got that. It's uh, about white supremacy on the way here because Bitcoin's bad, you know. We'll explain it. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Oh, yeah. Also, North Koreans apparently like uh, cryptocurrency. They've uh, allegedly stolen millions of dollars of it. So, therefore, communism, also supported Mm -hmm. by cryptocurrency. Uh, So, let's go back to the phone. So, we got Clamoring on the line in New Hampshire. Clamoring, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
6: Hey there. Um, So, the other point that I wanted to bring up, um, well, maybe not point, but just topic, Mm -hmm. um, is... So I have a, a historically a very, very, very strong immune system. I have like autoimmune stuff going on. Like my body, like just annihilates anything that comes into um, question. Nice. Okay. And <clears throat> so typically something that might put my friends down for like a week, I'm down for like maybe 24 hours.
3: That's okay, awesome. cool.
6: However, however, since I got the COVID vaccine, I've been sick like five times this year.
3: Mm. Where, where
6: usually I get I, I might have a, a twenty four hour cold or flu mm-hmm. like once every three years or something wow.
0: like that.
6: Wow. Hmm. So I'm I'm suspecting I'm starting to suspect that that the vaccine has actually injured my immune
3: system.
2: Well, if your immune system overreacts Um, there's, uh, which, or it did overreact. I, I've heard, um, reports from, uh, from scientists saying that repeated jabs, like a fourth or a fifth one might well damage your immune system. Mm. And, and this is from, you know, mainstream following the lie, uh, doctors. So it may well be that if you've got a hyperact, hyperactive, uh, immune system maybe two jabs were enough to do it some harm definitely possible yeah
0: there's so many scary stories out there uh about people who've taken this vaccine and have had all kinds of uh, complications and of course it's hard mm-hmm. to say that you can't say because uh, correlation is not necessarily causation but there sure is a lot of interesting correlations out there when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, young people being unusually ill after receiving and or dying of heart attacks and uh things like that
2: yeah uh, yeah there have been a I lot of young people dropping head. dead
6: I can only speak to my own personal experience, but that's my personal experience. Like, I'm definitely on a different page than I was uh, a year ago.
0: Well, thank you for the call tonight, Clamoring. I appreciate you telling your story. Yeah, definitely. It's good to hear firsthand. Indeed. Thank you. The number 603-283-6160. Back to the crypto story. Bonnie, you had something you were sharing with us from The Economist, which is a total statist rag uh, they love the big government. They're tied in with people like the World economic Forum. Uh, you know, those ultra super elite types. that's who's behind the uh, The Economist yeah. magazine.
2: I started reading them when I started studying economics mm. and I was so disappointed and it's just garbage it's like huh? they've they've forgotten the basic tenets of economics. Maybe they never knew them. It could be.
1: or maybe they're obfuscating them.
0: Well, they're certainly obfuscating mm. cryptocurrency here, acting as though it's some sort of uh, devious tool used by white supremacists. Continue the story.
1: It says about 16% of Americans hold or trade crypto, but the wow. authors of an SPLC report published in December struggled to find um, a prominent American far right figure without a cryptocurrency presence. <laughs> Tim Squirrel of the Institute for a Strategic Dialogue, a think tank concerned with extremism, believes much of this has to do with deplatforming efforts.
2: Certainly. Well, it also has to do with the one thing that the Republicans are right about, or at least give good lip service to, is free markets. And any free market economist knows that the dollar is a lost cause. Hmm. The dollar is in a bubble, it's been in a bubble for a 100 years, and when that bubble pops, it's going to be ugly. So, uh, you know, I can see how anybody who, with an understanding of economics, would want to be in either precious metals or um, or cryptocurrency or both.
1: And it does make sense to me that it would have to do with deplatforming efforts, because if... I don't know, everywhere that you could possibly have a social media presence is kicking you off because you're a Nazi or whatever, Um, Mm -hmm. or just because you're... Well, the
2: banks and the credit card companies are also uh, deplatforming them.
1: Yep, it makes sense that they would want to go to cryptocurrency. I mean, that doesn't automatically change... uh, we have-
2: well, necessity is the mother of invention. Necessity is a mother,
0: <laughs> and when <laughs> you know when the S hits the fan, and all of a sudden, all of your methods for getting uh, contributions are blown up, you are going to try to find out what other options there are, and cryptocurrency is a non centrally managed system. There is no way you can lock out the white supremacists, nor can you lock uh, lock out the black supremacists, nor can you lock out the North Korean communists. You can't keep anyone out of crypto.
2: But you can offset the advantage that it gives them. Hmm. What we need is for more minorities uh, to buy crypto enough so that they hold more crypto combined than the white supremacists, Mm -hmm. and then it will create more advantage for minorities than it creates for white supremacists. Indeed.
1: It says that cryptocurrencies can be used by all appeals to those cast out by payments platforms. But Bitcoin was not a panacea for far-right groups because any transaction on the Bitcoin blockchain is public and transparent. Researchers were for a long time able to monitor individuals' dealings once an anonymous wallet had been identified as belonging to a radical right group. Neo-Nazi BTC... Notice how
2: they don't care about the radical left.
1: Mm -mm. Neo-Nazi BTC Tracker, a Twitter account created by John Bambanek, a cyber threat expert. A Twitter account... Oh, sorry. chronicled transactions in real time for three years. Technological advances in crypto have since made privacy toins like Monero, which hide transactions possible. These groups have probably flocked to them. Probably, because they can't tell.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm. (laughs) Well, they can list an address on their website, but you don't know how much has been contributed. I did just pull up the Stefan Molyneux address here. And how much was it that they said
1: that? 1.67 million.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I've got it right here. And indeed, he has been using the exact same address as far back as nine years ago.
1: So that's before he was a racist?
2: uh mm-hmm. yes and i can uh, look here and see and that also means that a lot of that um that crypto i mean if you added up the value of it when it was given to him it probably wouldn't be anywhere near hmm. 1. 1. 1. 1.6 6 million, million. Yeah. yeah yep that's true i wonder i wonder how much of it he spent along the way and how much he held he had a total
0: received of 1,250 bitcoins. Good Lord. Uh, and total spent is 1,250 roughly. He's got like 0.18 bitcoin in the wallet right now. Oh, wow. So he oh has a, a, you know, a fifth of a bitcoin
2: roughly. Yeah. Now, that Although you never know. He might be moving it into another a wallet. wallet. I probably would be.
1: Hmm.
2: What else do we need to know, Bonnie?
1: Says the wider crypto scene is often imbued with an anti-establishment spirit. <gasps> its fans proclaim that decentralized blockchains will revolutionize finance. They will. This idea appeals to libertarians or those who distrust the na- or traditional banking system.
2: Anybody with a brain.
1: <laughs> but it also appeals to anti-Semites.
2: Also people without brains. <laughs> Turns out a lot of people like money. It's true. A lot of
1: people like holding their own wealth and it not being flushed down a drain every day.
2: And a lot of people like not being slaves to the bankers.
0: All right, uh, we got more coming up here, and you can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Your thoughts on cryptocurrency. It doesn't care who you are, it's going to exist. More coming up. It is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open. If you want to join us, you can do that. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian.
1: It's Bonnie. And nobody.
0: We're going to continue with a, another mainstream attack against Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. The Southern Poverty Law Center has come up with a list of people on the alt-right or the white supremacists who have... Which
2: to them is pretty much any non-communist. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: that uh, that have cryptocurrency wallets. And they're trying to make it sound like crypto bad because some bad people are using crypto. And as you pointed out, nobody, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they'll all take cash
2: too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, one of the great things, and this is something Milton Friedman uh, pointed out, one of the great things about capitalism is capitalism doesn't care. It, when you buy wheat on a market, maybe the guy who, who grew that wheat was white. Maybe he was black. Maybe he had political opinions you agree with. Maybe he had political opinions uh, you disagree with. You don't know. And you don't care. And that's good because it allows people, even people who hate each other, to effectively cooperate mm. on bringing the things to market that make our lives better.
0: Because if you don't cooperate, then you lose a market segment, and then you don't make as much money.
2: Exactly. So you have, you know, if you look at, a, at the, the old pamphlet, I pencil, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the rubber is, is harvested in one country, right. and the brass is made from raw materials harvested in another country, bind. Um, and those two countries might be at war. Mm. But that doesn't stop you from making your pencil, right?
0: Although wars can get in the way of some of those things, so it'd be better to not have the war.
2: Well, they definitely, yeah. they definitely can, and, yeah. and war is bad. But you know, capitalism and the interconnection that it causes also tends to prevent war. It's uh, right. one of the old saws: is that when when goods don't cross borders, soldiers, soldiers will. will.
3: Mm-hmm. Getting back to
1: this article from the.
0: Economist. Economist.
1: The
3: Economist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry,
1: I was like, I didn't see. I just saw archive because that's the oh, because yeah. archive
0: today. Yeah, the paywall. Yeah, I just the
1: paywall. Okay, the wider crypto scene is often imbued with an anti-establishment spirit. Its fans proclaim that decentralized blockchains will revolutionize finance. Already have. <laughs> yep. yep. This idea appeals to libertarians or those who distrust the traditional banking system, but it also appear, appeals to anti-Semites. Those who believe banks hold too much power because they fear Jewish control.
2: Why wouldn't it appeal to the Semites, too?
1: It does. Yeah, I mean,
2: good God. There's lots of good reasons to fear the power of banks. Remember how they robbed us blind during the housing crash? Mm. Remember how they robbed us blind again over COVID? (laughs) So sick of banks. I am so tired of them. They should list
1: anyone paying attention. It appeals to anyone paying attention.
2: It's true. Yep.
1: It says people f- uh, fear Jewish control over businesses or business will be su- seduced by the idea of an independent or decentralized financial system. Cryptocurrency can therefore be both a useful funding tool and seen as a revolution revolutionary technology which distances people and their money from elitists and banksters this person is just trying to conflate so many things at once it's so stupid if you believe that cryptocurrency can distance your your money from elites and banksters you're right the only people who could be against that
2: are the elites and the banksters yeah (laughs) you know the people who have the monopoly. And they want to keep that monopoly because they're exploiting the hell out of you. Right. And surprise, surprise,
0: the elites in the form of the United States government and other governments around the planet are doing the bidding of their buddies in the banks and they're attacking cryptocurrency in whatever ways they can. In fact, uh, Joe Biden's supposedly coming out with some sort of executive order within the next few weeks, supposedly. We haven't seen it happen yet, but there's been some buzz about that. They raided our houses uh, almost a year ago. And there's mm. been plenty of examples of this. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what that buzzing noise was. <laughs> there wasn't a honk
1: it. that you accidentally played or something?
0: No, I don't think that was coming out of my computer. It was
1: outside. Okay. This <laughs> idea extends... <The> honking. <laughs> this idea extends into other industries, such as tech, that have tried to quash white supremacists from using their platforms. Quote, one of the dreams of the And far- anybody
2: who tells the truth about COVID. Mm-hmm.
1: Quote, one of the dreams of the far right is not just a blockchain cryptocurrency, but a decentralized future where they don't have to rely on mainstream structures, says Mr. Squirrel.
2: Isn't it amazing that it's the white supremacists who become... The, the people who are fighting for free speech, that's just horrible. I remember when students for a democratic society were the people fighting for, for free speech.
0: Yeah, I remember back when college campuses were like these bastions of free speech where you could go there, supposedly, and hear any old topic being discussed. That's not the case anymore.
2: Yeah. God.
1: Says, quote, they want blockchain blogging websites, blockchain streaming websites we to escape that? deplatforming.
0: Yep. We've got blockchain blogging sites. Uh, in fact, that's exactly what Odyssey is. Uh, li- library. You can actually post a blog to that site. We don't talk I've about that I've never seen aspect. a white
1: supremacist really? video up on there.
0: Well, you haven't looked for them. They must be there. Because- no, I'm just
1: saying. Like, It's not like it's all white supremacists. I go on Odyssey oh, all the time. No. Oh, no.
2: Yeah. There's, there's a whole variety of stuff on there. I'm no. sure if you look for white supremacists, you'll find them, though. Yeah. I suspect you would, too. Yeah. But, yeah,
0: I see what your point is that there's so much content there.
1: Yeah. It's not overrun by for, white supremacy. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, You have to look for something if you want to find you'll
2: it. You'll probably find communists on there, too. I bet you would.
1: Hmm.
0: I know they're trying to get Joe Rogan on there. Did you hear about the whole Joe Rogan situation that's been developing? Oh recently? yeah,
2: that's been really interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, I, we haven't covered. At least I don't know if they covered it over the weekend, but we haven't covered it here. Uh, where apparently they've been trying to deplatform Rogan. I guess he said the N word here and there in some different interviews or whatever. He's not a racist. I, I don't know what the context was, but I'm sure there yeah. was context for it. I didn't look into uh, it. But right regardless, around. word said must cancel. So the cancelites are coming in. Well, the thing that
2: started in. it is he had um, the guy who uh, invented some of the technology behind the mRNA right. vaccines on. Uh, Mal- Robert Malone. Malone, yeah. And, uh, and he didn't um he didn't reinforce the narrative sufficiently for uh to make the mainstream people happy so then they decided to uh they started digging to yeah they started digging for dirt you know
0: yeah and now apparently uh spotify which has a hundred million dollar contract i believe with rogan has made some sort of a statement saying that they're going to keep Rogan on, but they're apologizing, and I guess Rogan apologized, and so of course the the uh, the haters jumped on jumped on him even harder because apologizing to these people, you know, doesn't actually make anything better, right. and so now they got
2: Whoopi Goldberg too.
0: Yep. And now Odyssey has put out a press release, jokingly offering him a hundred quadrillion dollars uh, if he'll come over to the Odyssey platform and move his show.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> well, no such it could thing. definitely happen between. Uh Uh, between, you know, making some library off the coin and then if library appreciates the way Bitcoin did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, they were joking because uh, the Rumble platform, which is, from what I understand, a far-right video-sharing platform, they offered um, Rogan a hundred million dollars in a letter to try to poach him from Spotify, saying, "Oh, we, you know, we won't censor you."
2: or whatever. Well, he's
1: dumb for not being on one of these yeah. things for free. Rumble yeah. is
2: not all far right, is that right? Um, I mean, there there are certainly the far right is going to be re- overrepresented anywhere that isn't YouTube mm-hmm. because YouTube, uh, you know, it's cultivates the a far left. Right. Uh, position um but uh you know there there's some there's some decent people on on rumble i'm mm-hmm. actually on it oh right on um what's your channel you know. uh i don't have a channel oh, on okay. it I, i'm just you know i watch videos on it sometimes
0: yeah, I mean, it just seems to me like another centrally uh, managed video platform, so it's hard to get excited about it. Um, you know, those things can mm-hmm. be co-opted and taken down and owned by whoever. But if it's something that's yeah. decentralized, like library is, then that's something mm-hmm. I can be excited about.
2: Yeah, generally until the uh, until the decentralized sites become dominant, you know, one way of being less uh, centralized is... To be putting content on more than one every single yeah. video platform that you can, yep. including BitShoot, including uh, Rumble, including even YouTube. You know, even though they suck and they will probably kick you off someday. We're currently banned from
0: uh, from YouTube for a temporary uh, time frame. We are not allowed. Actually, I think we can start streaming there tomorrow night again. So we'll uh, we'll knock one of our s- strikes off the channel as of today. I think so. Tomorrow we should be good for uh, returning to YouTube for however many more days I'm- they'll let us
2: stream. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm almost tempted to say let's not, just because, you know, it would be nice if people left YouTube and went somewhere else yeah. looking for us. Amazingly, but then they we don't, would though. lose our operation. For they don't. Our they hate
1: going there. to. Well, they're all trolls on YouTube That's that true. follow us, the and they're, they're always terrible. complaining. They're like, we don't want to go to Odyssey. See
0: you tomorrow, FreetalkLive. dot com.